Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMOcast. I'm Chris, here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. We're having fun. We're going to have so much to talk about. It's actually um, a lot more, um, it's actually more balanced today because some stuff happened. It was kind of cool. But uh, make sure everyone go and check us out. Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOcast gaming. Just did a great review unboxing of the short part four that i got for this month um an amazing shirt amazing shorts got balls a glove tees everything tim that i ordered before i got the bag so i am double stocked for balls you can get some next time nice um, uh, did it have a uh uh theme to it olympics or something no it was fourth of july so next month maybe olympics i don't know uh, the pro the problem is with fourth short part four is there's so many tournaments in golf lately because everything people forget last year everything got pushed to the end of the year so we had the masters consecutively was it six months it was in six months we yeah. had two masters yeah it was november and then april right so basically everything's kind of getting back to normal so there's so many tournaments that they kind of usually coincide with that so but yeah linktree l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash fomocast gaming we're going to start with the olympics have started and my favorite thing so far of the five minutes I've watched is the relay race between Pikachu and Eevee because they are official mascots of Japan. Pokemon are. Um, I thought it was adorable. I haven't watched anything else really. Like I told Tim, I watched a little bit of the men's volleyball indoor and I watched a little bit of the women's water polo, which water polo, man, it looks a hundred times harder than I thought it would because I know treading water is hard. But they're doing this weird thing where they shift their when they, they do this thing with their hand. And I'm like, oh, that's like a juke almost was what it is. And um, I did see the women lost to Hungary. I think it was Hungary. And then um, men volleyball beat Tanzania. And I guess they're saying the men's volleyball indoor team is doing way better than normal. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, but uh, most of the people I've listened to said it was very depressing seeing the opening ceremonies. Um, there was, um, a very, very funny one I saw where it was, uh, they have this, um, there's this TikTok Tim hasn't seen where there's this coach and the basketball teams, all, um, African-American children. And there's, um, and there's one white kid. He goes, you guys are all African-Americans. And he goes, and Jeff or whatever his name is. And, um, there was a team from South Africa, I think it was. It was from, it was an African nation team, and it was all black people, and then the one white guy. And everyone's been laughing because he wouldn't stick out normally. But there's no crowds. You can't zoom in on a president because normally, like whenever that's the certain country, you'll see the president of that country. You'll see usually the president of the United States sitting next to him or nearby in, in a booth representing the country. And it literally all they did is sit there and you know talk about people walking in. Um, you know, other than that, it, it's been, it seems Tim mentioned to me before our basketball team's doing horrible. Our men's soccer team's doing horrible. I think women's, women's soccer, women's, women's soccer, soccer is doing horrible. Yeah. They lost their first game. And, and, it's, and, and I think, and I've, I've been seeing a lot of stuff too, is people don't realize, um, especially like gymnasts, there's a very short, short, uh, even sw swimmers Life's too. Good. There's a short lifespan on your career. There was a Russian woman who was 46 who actually qualified and competed in her event um, this past weekend, which was kind of cool. In you know, gymnastics? Being, in gymnastics. She was 46, oh, good, I believe. Good for her. Yeah. And, um, but the thing is, is everything got delayed by a year. So your training is completely off because it's kind of like MMA fights. They say, oh, you know, some guys turn around and short, fight on short notice. How many of those guys win? Because you usually you have a distinct plan to where you're coming out with enough recovery time to basically cool off, let your body recover up until maybe a week before, and then you train up. So the year delay has caused a lot of issues, but it's still the Olympics. And I love the Olympics for the simple fact that we're seeing so much stuff like Tony Hawk being there. And I don't even know if he really competed or if he was just an ambassador for it, but seeing him performing tricks because he said that he's done with the vert after this year and it was just cool kind of seeing him do that and then uh watching you know tim was watching some ping pong there's a lot of different stuff that you can watch that's just different so what have you actually 
how do how you felt about the way the the olympics have been so far well the olympics for me it's a little different because i'm watching it through um one of the college classmates that's there so i gotta see especially following her instagram story mm-hmm. uh, you know the whole opening ceremonies um the cardboard bed situation all of that a lot of behind the scenes stuff is um as much as you can do without mm-hmm. getting in trouble um w- which is like it's well for her she's equestrian so it's like a lot of the horse paddock but then once you get into like the training grounds you can't have your camera or anything um in that so it's it's cool kind of seeing that um you know through that aspect and to be honest uh like you said the only stuff that I've watched on TV um, has been a little bit of table tennis because that was on. And I know golf starts, I think, today. Uh-huh. So maybe see some of that. But that starts, and I can't remember if it's Eastern. I think it's Eastern time from like 6.30 to like 3.30 in the morning. Yeah. Uh, they're, flip-flop, it, they're flip-flop of us. Yeah. So they're legitimately a 13-hour difference. Yeah, so when they're playing that. So maybe I'll watch some of that. I don't know. But the best thing that I've been watching on is on um youtube how it has the like recommended videos for you uh-huh. start clicking on those and it's perfect it's like a sports center highlight of it a lot of them that i've been watching on which we've actually been doing really well on has been the skeet shooting mm-hmm. uh, i mean the the women's skeet the one gal beat the uh usa beat the italian uh girl who won it uh last year uh, or not last year last olympics in rio and possibly the one before i can't remember um, and I, know- I do, I do know that Italian person because she also, I believe, competes in the cross country skiing shoot one. Oh, the I, I know that she's very, she's very dominant in shooting, so it's very, it's shocking. And if you want to watch something interesting, watch them shoot because these guns are specifically made to hold one shot. Some of them, they're very specific. They're like, they look different. They don't look half of them don't even look like guns. Because they're just so modified for competition. Well, and not only for that, like the skeet shooting, it's just a, it's a normal over under um, gun. But once you get back past the barrel to the stock and everything, mm-hmm. the gun is customized to the, to them, and more so to their hand on the gun. I mean, they have it's not just oh look, there's kind of a generic hand grip. No, they go to the um the maker of the gun and get it custom fit you know like a mold and everything to their hand i mean that's how Mm -hmm. with it whether it's the air pistols the um like 10 meter air guns or that that is cool that is crazy those air guns are quite crazy to watch yeah like you said the biathlon especially the biathlon guns and the, the skeet shooting trap shooting guns so it's crazy watching them and you have every different person has a different um you know stock on on their gun so that's it's pretty cool to uh to see that but yeah most of mine has just been like um through uh youtube watching a little bit of usa softball which is you know that's cool it's little three to five minute videos of hey here's how it whatever their event went what led up to it and then if they um you know meddled how how that went so, and did you how, see that? Did you, did you see that almost all of them are from California on the softball team? Um, really? I no, think twelve. I, I think twelve out of the fifteen main girls are from California. Really? No, I didn't see that. And I know the new uh, softball coach for Fresno State. She's there um, coaching as well. That's awesome. Uh, so that's that's pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, as far as that, like I said, I mean, Olympics are cool every four years. Well, this time five years because it got pushed back. It does stink that no fans or anything are in Wouldn't it. Wouldn't be in three years? Well, the last Olympics was in five years, five years ago. Oh, five years ago. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. yeah. So normally it's every four, but this one got pushed back. Uh, right. It. So, uh, which stinks, but, you know, the nice thing that comes out of it is, I mean, they always have cameras on, on everything, and even probably more so this year, just because they weren't going to have any fans um, there, and, and with it being in China, which has a lot of, you know, a lot of um, electronics get made there. So, um, but yeah, no, that's like I said, I just look forward to looking at those Instagram stories from 
my friend and seeing how it went. And I think she competes like Friday, Saturday, Sundays is uh, well, her events are. So, and if you want to see something cool, go Google how they actually get there because Tim shared that video with me, the horses and it's pretty insane. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's, let's see, she had from her home <laughs> um, here. She's in California where she's out, you know, trains out of and lives. And it was one, two, three stops for her. The third stop being Tokyo. So it's not just fly all the way over there. It was um, multiple stops. And you can't just, oh, one stop, get off, and then go right back on another one. Well, a human may be able to do that. Um, but with her having a big animal, you could really do some damage to that horse um, flying over there. So they got to stop, you know, take it out, you know, get acclimated a couple days. Make right. sure. You know everything's good, and this is an, an Olympic caliber horse. I mean, it's ex, it's an extension of her. I mean, it's her tool for it. You know, some people have guns or you know their equipment where this is you know a little harder because it's more, yeah so exactly a little bit while uh, longer to uh, to get it over there. Can't just you know have a carry on and go. So, but so we'll see uh, we'll see how it goes and see how the gold medal count. Um, goes at the at the end of everything, and see you know hopefully the uh, women's U.S. soccer team and uh, you know basketball team bounce back, or I, I don't even know they might be even completely out of it. So, but I know with the basketball team, it was like the first time they've lost in the Olympics in like the last like three it's or been four. a while. It's been a long while. No, and cur- currently we have thirty-one total medals, eleven gold. 11 silver, 9 bronze. China has 12 gold, 6 silver, 9 bronze for 27 medals. And Japan has 13 gold with 4 silver and 5 bronze for 22 total. And I do think our strong point is going to be swimming this year. So I do know into this week is when a lot of those swimming takes place, the individual stuff. And I think next week is when you start getting more of the team stuff. Because it feels like they kind of smartly do this where they kind of start like, cause gymnastics that started with team events and then is going to individuals and swimming is doing the opposite. They're doing the individual events going to the team. So, you know, I don't know if that's like a strategy or that just how it's supposed to play out, but um, we'll see how it goes and uh, uh, go team USA. Um, the next thing we're going to talk about, I'm excited for this. Tim has probably never played this game. But Dragon Age, it's basically it's a it's a RPG, um, and basically you pick a different class, you pick a medieval class, and you go around running missions. And um, I last one I played was Dragon Age Inquisition. It was one of my favorite games. I got so deep into it. But Netflix is reportedly in the wor- works of doing a Dragon Age series. The reason why I think this is so awesome is because. I mean, this could be animated, it could be anything, but this could be what they were talking about when they talked about gaming, because supposedly they're going to go and start going into gaming and they're not going to charge anything for it at first. So maybe this is what they meant, is the shows, but we shall see. Um, next, we have Bob Odenkirk. You would know him as uh, Saul Goodman from Better Call Saul and from Breaking Bad fame. Uh, he actually collapsed on the set of filming Better Call Saul season six, and he was hospitalized. And it was crazy because uh, I got the news last night, and I've been literally checking all day, and nothing happened until about two hours ago. We're recording this at seven on a Wednesday night, so Wednesday, July twenty eighth. And what happened was, don't know. They they're not saying. What did happen that was positive was that. They are saying he's going to be okay. His son tweeted out he is going to be okay. So um, that is good because, I mean, you don't want to see someone. He wasn't – he's not that old, so it's kind of like you're like, you know, what what could it be? And you just, you just don't want anything bad to happen to someone because of, you know, any reason. So, you know, our thoughts go out to him. Hopefully he recovers and uh, they can focus on the show after that. But – yeah, he he actually he just did the Mr. Nobody movie and that one was very very 
uh, in labor intensive action movie. So you would think he'd be in somewhat decent shape, but you never know. Um, Arthur, do you ever watch Arthur on PBS? Yeah. Okay. So Arthur is going to end after the season 25, which apparently is starting, is going to air sometime in 2022. Um, it's ending after 25 years. Um, people, my favorite part is they have the meme of him bawling his fist when he's angry and people have been posting that, but there's, it's ending, but I get a strong feeling. This is going to be one of those things where the original is ending and they're going into some sort of new style thing to reinvent Arthur. It's still going to be educational, still be having fun with his friends, but they did say that they are going to be working with new people on a different type of project with Arthur and his friends. So don't freak out immediately, but this iteration is ending after 25 years, which I think is going to make it to where if SpongeBob keeps going, it'll pass Arthur as the longest, second longest running animated show out there. I think I want to say yes, maybe. Yeah. Well, and it's, you know, I wonder, you know, the other thing is if they're going to reboot, if it's going to, did it say it's coming back to PBS or is it going to um, go to one of these um, <clears throat> on demand, like a Netflix or, or something well, like uh, that? Well, I mean, if it, if it would, it would go to HBO because um, I think it's a Warner, it's a, it's there, PBS is tied to Warner Media somehow because people don't, like a lot of people don't know, you can't watch the new episodes on PBS right away of Sesame street. It's actually on HBO max first. So you can watch it first on HBO max, maybe HBO. I don't know for sure, but it goes there first and then goes to PBS after. So, I mean, that's a possibility. That's a good, that's a good thing. Maybe, maybe they get offered or maybe whoever produces it realizes they're going to start trying to make money off of it instead of go to PBS sad, but yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. This next one, I'm going to, I want to tread lightly on it. Um, Cause it's pretty horrible. Uh, I did uh, some digging on it and then just all the stuff happening since last week. It's insane. I didn't want to get into it too soon because it didn't seem, you know, okay to go about it then. But so Activision Blizzard is being sued by the state of California. And what happened was it was confusing because they said that there's been some misconduct of, um, a certain nature. I won't go into detail. But a woman did kill herself over some photos that were leaked to everyone at this convention. And the way that Blizzard handled it was atrocious. And they're still doing stuff and saying things that just don't make any sense. And what's crazy is, is they're trying to shift the focus on people complaining about certain games not coming out. And being like, well, you guys shouldn't be mad. And people are like, no, we paid for the game, so make sure the game comes out. But also take care of your employees and don't be a piece of garbage. Um, there is a plan to walk out on them for not uh, responding correctly. It's going crazy. And Activision Blizzard is who is behind World of Warcraft. And um, it has been rumored for some time to have a very anti-female atmosphere. Um, they called it a frat lifestyle is what they said. So... Yeah, I'm um I'm I'm sure it's going to get solved but make sure you respect everyone that you work with and make it a welcoming environment and don't make people feel uncomfortable. I get when you have jokes with people and you know, I have certain friends at work who we can rib each other a different way than I would another guy, but when it comes to certain things, you need to know your role and uh uh not be disrespectful to people for just because you think you can it's, it's not cool so exactly and it's not like they don't have enough money especially with you know call of duty Warzone, all of that were well I this mean, is the this is blizzard so it's different that activision is tied they call it activision blizzard but it's just blizzard is what it is yeah you know but world, so, world of warcraft is one of the biggest games ever yeah so blizzard isn't a part of call of duty no and activate when I play At Call of Duty, it's through Blizzard on my PC. Blizzard might be the ones that supply them with the um, engine, but Call of Duty is by Raven Software. Raven Software who's, is who did it. 
The publisher may be Activision Blizzard. The Blizzard is actually a separate entity from Activision in its own right. Blizzard is the only one that has a credit behind World of Warcraft, and I believe Activision purchased them, I think. Yeah, but I mean, no matter what, they're still getting money. They're loaded. Yeah, they're not hurt for money or anything, so there's no reason why, you know, they can't provide um, a lot of stuff for uh, the the employees there. Now, whether they provide it or don't provide it, but if it's more of a frat um, sorority type atmosphere there, you know, that's that's not good, then you have nobody to go to. You know, or even if you do, it probably doesn't sound like, I, I don't know, you know, speaking for anything like that, but it seems like they should have, you know, a, a lot there where it's not just like, oh, hey, we made big with one game and that's it. Well, I mean, the big problem for me is, is that, you know, me and you, we've we've worked with small companies, big companies, you name it. And what's really, really, really weird is that all these small companies can get just destroyed by some person who sues them because they don't have, uh, you know, a proper walkway for a person who's uh, is uh, dis- disabled. But this company is beyond rich, and they're letting all this stuff go on and a person has lost their life due to what happened because of their negligence. And I think they should have to pay for it. And I do think those in charge should, you know, face consequences for it as well. And I I know what's going to happen. They're going to get fined. Most of the upper higher ups are going to get a golden parachute. They're going to resign from their position, but they're probably going to get multi-millions of dollars where they never have to work again. And we're just back to square one. Yeah. So it is what it is. Stay frosty. Don't let people be disrespectful to to your coworkers. You know, stand up for you know people who seem like they're being bullied and things like that. It's just not cool. Um, on a positive note, we got a new Ghost, Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer. Um, this one is we've been waiting for this one for two years now. I think because they were starting to get prepped up for releasing it last year. I think, and they actually, I want to say they pulled it early on in COVID because they just didn't feel right about it or something. I can't remember, but seeing the girl, I need to look up what her name is a person. I don't, I'm not going to assume her. I'm not going to assume their gender yet, but um, they play the granddaughter of Venkman from Ghostbusters. And I am not going to lie. So this one is called Ghostbusters afterlife. And I'm going to see right here. I think it's McKenna Grace. There's no way that's that's her. Doesn't even look like her. It is. So um she was born in 2006, so she's 15. Um she looks just like the character. Like you could you, you would think they were related. The way she wears her glasses, the way she wears her hair, they I mean they went all out for this. And just the action scenes I really wish they would have redone. They do a new Ghostbusters, actual Ghostbusters, or have these kids become the Ghostbusters because the the graphics and everything, dude. It looks it looks amazing. It looks like real fight. They're going after ghosts. Yeah, and it's cool how on the trailer it kind of had you know they're finding subtle little hints of the old Ghostbuster, you know the. From the old Ghostbusters movies, and everyone knows what it is um, on it, and yeah, no, it looks it looks great, looks awesome, and it's got the uh, uh, the uh, one kid from was it Stranger Things on? Yes, he is in it too. Finn, his name's Finn. Um, I will say the craziest thing. So, spoiler alert for one minute. It's in the trailer, but did you see who was at the end of the trailer? Yep, who picked up the phone? Who picked up the phone? Yep. So no nobody knew. Nobody knew what was gonna happen in this one. There wasn't any expectation of any specific person being in it, but we can confirm Bill Murray is in, in it. He is in it. And because he answers, and what's really cool is the way they set it up. If you don't pay attention, go back and watch it. In the very end of the thing, they're literally playing the ad for Ghostbusters on YouTube. So they're literally playing it through the play of the last half of it. And they say, if, uh, who are you going to call? And then they put up the phone number. 
and that's who they call. And then Bill Murray picks up and says, we're closed. So I just pulled it up. All I typed in was Ghostbusters Afterlife. And of course, it has the cast on it. Well, if you don't want any spoilers alert, don't do that because um, the first line of characters that come up basically. Well, we know who's in it already, but it tells you even more so of people on. No, no, but no. So here's the thing, though. If they show any clips from the old stuff, they have to give them a credit in the film. Yeah. So technically, because because all all of them showed up in the ads, they all the original Ghostbusters showed up in the ads. So I would expect to see them on on the actual the the thing because they're going to be featured probably, you know, pretty pretty predominantly. Um, yeah, I mean they're they're on top cast. I mean they're built right up there at the top. So, I mean, that would mean that there have to be in there a lot. Which, which so. they could be. Sadly, Paul Rudd has the worst name ever in this movie. He's Mr. <laughs> Gru- Mr. Gruberson. Jesus, what are they thinking? And oh, I'm trying to that's, see. That's the typical Paul Rudd character right there. I'm trying to think who. Dana Barrett, Callie, Phoebe. So, look. So, and this is the thing that bothers me. They're trying to play it's dumb. But, you know, Harold Ramis passed away. And. You know, he played Egon, and that's who, that's who, you know what I mean? That's who's supposed to be in it, and they don't have the kids with the last name of of Spangler, so I don't know what they're going to, I don't know. So, we're going to see, you know, exactly what happens with this. I will be watching this as soon as possible. It's expected November 11th, 2021, but we'll see what happens. Um, but let us know if you're excited. Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOCastGaming. I wanted to insert one thing real quick before we got to the next stuff because I want, don't want to forget, but um, HBO Max has announced they will be doing 20 movies next year exclusively for HBO Max because their deal with Warner Brothers uh, is done for having them come to the actual uh, uh theater and them at the same time. Just want to mention that in there. So, um, so the next one is, is so who's Lakeith Stanfield? I don't know who that is. I know Uh, who Tiffany Haddish is. I don't know, but he's going to be in the new haunted mansion movie, which Tiffany Haddish. Um, she reminds me if, if you don't like Chris Hart, Chris Hart, Kevin Hart, you're not going to like Tiffany Haddish just because, um, you know, they have the similar kind of, of uh what's what, they, they star in a whole bunch of movies with the rock well no but they also are kind of loud and oh i know who this is so the keith stanfield um he's actually from victorville he was in that movie um sorry to bother you that's where i saw him at where they teach him to have a a, a customer service voice so he talks one way but when he's talking customer service it sounds different and so um yeah, so I like him. He's a really good actor. And so they're going to start on the new Haunted Mansion movie. I'm excited. Hopefully it's better than the last one. So we'll see on that. Yeah, and I, th- I think it will because it seems like, well, not the other one. They didn't have big names on it too. But I think with all of these movie remakes that they're doing of older movies uh, that they're, you know, kind of doing it, um, wanting to get away from that yeah i'm trying to think though what was he oh he was in judas and the black messiah too he's in atlanta too damn that guy's like stanfield's been in everything but you gotta think so the other haunted mansion was 2003 and everyone knows it starred eddie murphy and 2003 was kind of when everything kind of went downhill for him i think he um like downhill i think i'm pretty sure let me look at eddie murphy because i mean he had a string there with metro um there was a few of them yeah so he literally literally he did uh i'm I'm gonna start later 
So 96 was Muddy Professor. 97 was Metro, which I love Metro. He did Mulan in 98, Dr. Doolittle 98, Holy Man 98, Life in 99, Bowfinger in 99, which is very underrated. Nutty Professor, The Clumps, the two, 2000, 2001 was Shrek. And then that's when it starts to just deteriorate, where it was Dr. Doolittle 2 in 2001, which he is not in. And then it was The Adventures of Pluto Nash, I Spy, Daddy Daycare, The Haunted Mansion. Uh, oh, I forgot he was in Dreamgirls. And he did Norbit. So that was a meet, meet Dave, man. Imagine that. Wow, he went on for a while doing bad ones. Um, but we we just hope it's a lot better than than, yeah, than what we've got. So... Fingers crossed. Oh, he's doing a Beverly Hills Cop 4, and he's doing triplets. Oh, my gosh. They're going through with it. They're doing a, tr- a tr- uh, sequel to Twins. Yeah, Eddie Murphy's the third one. Yeah. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. All right. The next one, the next topic is pretty much, I don't even know how this happens, but Lucasfilm Industrial Light and Magic has hired a YouTube YouTuber who did a, a Luke deep fake with the Mandalorian. He basically improved the way Luke looked from the episode of the Mandalorian. I just thought that was an amazing title. Cause how, cause th- th- how does that happen? You know, I mean, the last time we saw something big like that is Justin Bieber. People forget he was posting his videos on YouTube and that's how he got found. So um, I think that's amazing that this kid is going to be working for one of the best graphic arts studios in the world and he did it because he did everything on youtube that's amazing well and and you see a lot of it where i mean justin bieber you know was kind of one of the the first ones to do it i wouldn't say he was the most recent one um i mean you get a lot of them the lead singer from journey they found on youtube he sung with uh um a band out of the philippines and he just did journey covers not all journey cover songs but did it with that, so you know, found him, and now he's touring with Journey for the past, you know, uh, umpteen years. Well, not umpteen years, but for a while now, and you get a lot of them, especially now where, shoot, before you wanted to go somewhere, you had to get your uh, basically phone call, get in front of someone, bring your um, portfolio in, and hey, here you go, or go, go to school, which is tied to like an industrial light and magic or Disney right. or Imagineering or whatnot. And, oh, hey, because, you know, a lot of them had ties. Obviously, they had ties to the main company that was with it. It's like, oh, hey, you know, hey, we're looking for someone for this or that. Oh, hey, I think this person, this person, this person would be perfect for it. And, you know, go in there and bada bing, bada boom, there there you go. So, you know, I think with um, everything that that you see and that you can do, especially with a lot of the, the video games or a lot of, the um, you know digital growth that we've had um i don't see why we don't see something like this happen a lot more yeah i mean well the thing is though but here's the difference though the guy in that journey cover band that's what he did this guy that's a youtuber i think he just did it for fun that's what's kind of crazy is he's just good at it you know i think it's a little bit different with music because when you sing and stuff like that if you're good you're good if you're not you're not you know that's why um it was adam lambert the guy from american idol he was the lead singer he took over for was it judas priest i think or something well, he took over yeah. for a band as well he did um for uh i think he did a little bit with uh queen as well yes um after paul rogers was there and then he kind of did it um with them uh as well but i mean you get a lot of those guys is they didn't grow up training to do that though um you know especially with you know american idol and i think singing could be a little different um then you get some guy that's do it like you said on their spare time and they self-taught them themselves to to do it um but i mean like i said i mean still it's not like you see um you know like i said and maybe Maybe it is, and you just don't hear about it because they yeah. notice them in a different way or in their infancy or whatnot. But 
Um, like I said, I'm just surprised you don't hear it a lot more. But I mean, hey, for the ones that whether you know they do it in their spare, you know, just mess around doing it, or that's their, um, you know, the only way that they get out to an audience is through YouTube or, or whatnot or or across the world. Uh, you know, good for them and getting recognized and you know get in front of the right person. It's easier to do it that way and click on a video than having to send something. Um, to them and by the time it gets there you could already be you know yesterday's news yeah exactly so uh, we will see if any other people kind of follow this guy's lead and try and do great things on there we'll see um this one's just a note because people are super angry about this but pokemon live action series is in development at netflix you know and for those that don't know you know you never know what they're talking about they, it could be another movie. It could be another Detective Pikachu type thingy. We'll see. But what I will say is that don't freak out because it might not even come through come to fruition because you know sometimes stuff that they talk about doesn't happen. So just 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 calm down, okay? Um, the next trailer I put it on here after I watched it, and then I was like, this is nothing. They have a new Shang treat, a uh, new Shang Chi trailer. And I think what they did was they tried to get people to forget that they spoiled the entire movie in the last trailer. And then they did a bad job of that because they, if you don't know, don't want to know, do not watch the trailers for Shang-Chi because they literally spoil every single thing for the movie. Uh, uh, so totally. Because the first trailer didn't give up any of the suspense. You know everything that's going on in the new trailer. I'm going to explain it to Tim afterwards because Tim doesn't watch this. I'm not going to mention it here because it will spoil everything. And I'm too excited to get to the next topic because I love the next topic and I know someone close to the next topic. So I'm going to talk to him maybe on a separate podcast about this. But don't watch the Shang-Chi trailer if you don't want to know what's going on and don't want to get spoiled. All right, Marvel, you messed up on this one big time. The next big one is is it Trey Parker? It's Trey Parker and Matt Stone, right? Stone. They, yep. They're the creators of 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 uh, South Park. They are trying to buy. So in this show, they have a place they go to called Casa Bonita that is in Colorado. This is based on the real place called Casa Bonita that they have high divers. The guys jump off of these pillars into this water in the middle of the restaurant. The company that owns them filed for bankruptcy back in April, and they're probably going to have to close this place. They are trying to buy it because apparently they love this place. That's why they put it in there, and they want to return it to its glory. Somebody from my social club lives just over an hour away from this place. He's been there a few times, and I'm like, if they buy it and they fix it up, I'm flying to Colorado to hang out with him, and we're going to go to Casa Bonita. So I am super stoked for that. Yeah, and it's one of those things when you first see it in South Park, you don't know, is it real, is it not? Right. Because um, you get all these ones where it's, you know, they, they you know what they're talking about, like raisins on South Park. You, you know what raisins is a take of on a restaurant on um, mm -hmm. scantily clad women um, in it. But since it's South Park, you, know, you can't call it that, that name, so. But with this one, I didn't know what it was. And I was just like, oh, no, it's a real place. Like, oh, really? You could actually yeah. go there. So you go on YouTube, was, you can watch them do the high dives, too. Yeah. So it's cool to to see it. And that, um, you know, that that actually, you know, it got, well, I, it was already known for, like you said, the, the high dives and whatnot already. But then with South Park, you know, really um, got it made even uh, more so. so. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, I'm just excited. Um, the next one we have literally just popped up. Tim doesn't even have this on his thing. Um, they had the Flag Day trailer. I guess it dropped the 24 hours ago. Um, it's got Sean Penn in it. And basically, it's supposedly a true story about a guy who um, uh, is a counterfeiter. Like, he's the most notorious counterfeiter ever or something like that. And it's basically a story about his daughter, how she interacted with him and how he would always disappear. And people were telling him, hey, take care of your kids. And, you know, then he ends up like it shows you on the very end, like he's on the run and his daughter sees what's happening. And she's crying because they mentioned his name. And um, the cool part is. Uh, I'm trying to remember because it's the debut of somebody. His daughter is the debut of his daughter who plays his daughter in the thing, Dylan Penn. 
So his daughter is playing his daughter in this movie. So um, that's just kind of cool that, you know what I mean? She's going to be in this movie with her dad. And it's it looks very interesting. And um, obviously, like I said, it's based on a true story. And it says a father lives a double life as a counterfeiter, bank robber, and con man in order to provide for his daughter. And it's John John Vogel apparently was a real dude. So um, don't Google it, I guess. It's kind of weird because they do lead the trailer off with him running from the cops after he's been convicted before. So it's kind of like, well, we kind of know what might happen. So, you know, good good trailer. Yeah, I like how, you know, it, it seems like more so they're coming out with a lot more based on true stories and whatnot. Um, you know, like the one was it? couple episodes ago um with the kid and the dad um, oh the yeah the um yeah, yeah. the uh, mark Wahlberg <laughs> movie yeah so which did horrible the movie theater the box office i guess it didn't do not do great so yeah. well yeah them in space jam 2 get to get together then so yeah exactly um next we got two different things for each of us one thing for each of us first i got a series s xbox series s the graphics on this thing is phenomenal it loads up so much faster than my other xbox like legitimately like for going into the game um tim and i was the problem i could hear tim shooting people on the microphone playing warzone and i wasn't even loaded up in the game yet he'd have three kills before i got even in, even got into the game and so i just wanted to say out there because i got, also got the one terabyte expansion and so um for those that don't want to get that if you are interested in the next gen since the S is cheaper, I had Warzone, MLB The Show, 21, which was the X and S version, so the upgraded version, Apex, and Fortnite all installed, and I still had about 20% of my data left. Um, I was worried, though, with all these Warzone updates that come out that I didn't want to – I wanted to make sure I actually had plenty of room, so I got the one terabyte update. Um, and the cool part is, is down the road, if you start running out of memory again, you can buy another one. You can keep them separate and have them interchangeable for all the games you want to play. So I think that's pretty awesome. Um, and Tim has a review of Behind the Attraction on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, so last time I watched the first one, like I said, which is the Jungle Cruise, you know, obviously kicked off because they just had the premiere at Disneyland um, this past weekend. Uh, and then it comes out this weekend um in in theaters and premiere plus so i finished like it's five episodes i finished anywhere from about 45 to 55 minutes so it's like the perfect amount of time um like i said after the jungle cruise i really wasn't liking it because um a good not a good chunk of it but they were always pushing um the jungle cruise on it which i get it but like okay this is i really don't like it being the first one out the gate and it had you know, The Rock talking about it. I'm like, okay, are they going to have celebrities that have ties to this? And he's executive producer. I get it. But, you know, it's like, okay, I'm sorry, The Rock. You know, that's great. But, you know, I, I want to hear more so of what the Imagineers and everything had to do with it. Um, so, thankfully, that was just on the Jungle Cruise one. So, if you could get through that one, all the rest of them are, are great. You get a lot of the... Uh, um, talks with the Imagineers or, you know, maybe the original Imagineers have passed away uh, except for a couple of them, and <laughs> you get to hear the newer Imagineers talk about, oh, I, you know, when I was first coming in, talking with the older um, Imagineers who started out with the company um, and doing the rides, and, or maybe they did like a revamp of, of the ride or not necessarily a, a revamp of it, but, um, you know, when they changed out uh, Space Mountain and they took out the entire track and then put the entire track back in, didn't change anything. They just, you know, took out old track, put new track in, put it in there exactly as it was before. I mean, that's like building a pirate ship in a bottle because you have this track in a dome. Well, you can't just take the dome off and take the track out. You had to take it out piece by piece and then when you put it back together same thing you gotta put it back piece by piece so it was awesome i like it like i said it was um five of them i think there's a total of 10 or maybe it was six and a total of 12 so they're not all out right now but i am looking forward to um the next ones that that do come out 
and it's cool like um what was it was it the like the space mountain one kind of at the end they say okay you know we have space mountain at these couple different parks but it may not you know fit in on this one but we have like the tron roller coaster and it kind of rolls into that like star tours starts out with star tours obviously and then at the end kind of rolls into uh that too so you know you get to see some of that uh as well so it was it was really great i enjoyed it um so can't wait for for the other ones to the other half to to come out okay well that's a great one from you tim all right we took a little bit of break um and we're going to end the regular portion of our podcast with the sad news that dusty hill from ZZ, zz top has passed away was only 76 which i thought was kind of shocking 72 72 yeah oh i thought it was 76 72 so not that old but um i mean he was a rocker from the 80s 70s 80s and um those guys uh live life rough and uh, my favorite was in canon of king of the hill he is hank hill's cousin right and the and the best you know every time i think is easy top well besides their songs and the um uh, uh, dusty hill and uh, i can't think of the other guy's name the gibbs. Uh, other what's that gibbs yeah um is the other one is they both have long beards and the drummer whose last name is beard doesn't have a beard so there, <laughs> there you go but every time i think is easy top is back to the future three is they were the band playing at the uh, at the dance there and they even do the patented um you know guitar twirl and even the drummer has a, a drum that he twirls so it's pretty cool and they obviously fit in the western theme with back to the future Yes, it does. Um, yeah. So, yeah. yeah R.I.P. Thoughts and prayers to his family. Um, next, we are going to talk about all the Disney Park stuff. Um, so, Disney Cruise Lines released COVID test requirements and health guidelines ahead of sailings resuming. Um, and in, right below that says federal court removes CDC restrictions from Florida-based cruise, which is most of, most Disney cruises are coming out of of, of there. Um, one thing I will say is, is that all cruises have this crazy thing where you have to test with so many hours negative within getting on the ship and they test every day. If you test positive, they will have you get off the ship. They actually will make you leave and they'll actually make you pay probably for a flight home kind of thing. I mean, which makes sense when you're going in a, I mean, you're your own little island out there. Um, so, you know, it, it makes sense just to keep everyone safe. I mean, when COVID was first happening and all those cruise ships were starting to come into port well they never came into port because they just had a huge um outbreak on the ships and you can see them all docked on uh on the bay uh, you know like san francisco bay and whatnot you can see all the cruise ships that were just parked out there because they were trying to figure out okay what what do we do so yep you know, prohibiting that from happening again it it, it makes sense Exactly. So we're going to see how they do and hopefully they do fantastic. But um, yeah, um, this is patient evacuated by helicopter on the Disney Magic cruise ship in Wales. That's kind of random. Yeah. And it didn't say so. It wasn't. Uh, it looked like according to the article, it wasn't COVID related or anything. So it was something that happened. But I mean, yeah, uh, it was um, well, a statement was released today. But the um, person, it was it was weird. It was a three three day staycation cruise from Liverpool um, around the United Kingdom. So it looked like it was just one of those how we have the ones off of California leave out a Long Beach, go to Catalina, Catalina, it's not a yeah. So it's probably something like that. But it was weird that um, you know had to be basically pretty much metaflighted off. So it was something bad enough. Um, yeah, he was air flighted to uh, to a hospital. So I saw that. I'm like, oh man, I thought it was. You know, immediately you think it's COVID related. It's like, man, they aren't taking this serious. But I think it was something a little bit more drastic than than that. So, but that's yeah, weird. <laughs> that's kind of that's crazy. Throw it in uh, the ships. 
Uh, Disney Premier Access Paid Fast Pass will uh, service will soft launch eight three to eight four, officially debut on eight five at Disneyland Paris. Um, Fifty bucks says it's going to be a disaster on day one. A hundred bucks says day two is going to go beyond smoothly, and then um, the fifth when it debuts, everyone's going to say how worthless it is. So we shall yep. see what happens. Yeah, exactly. I'm just curious to see what rides will be, what it will cost, and then yeah. if they do bring it over here, what the, you know, you could expect. Okay, this type of ride's going to cost X. I mean, I mean, I here. think, I think if they were to do it where it was a thing like, okay, look, if you're going to California Adventure for this much, you get Web Slingers, you get Radiator Springs, and maybe Soren. There's a certain price you could pay where you could do like, look, there's two desirable rides, and this one's like, meh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, we'll see how it goes. We'll keep track of it and we'll report on it next week. Um, cast member lawsuit against Disneyland has been granted class action status. So for those that don't know, um, let's say, for instance, you're not getting paid correctly and you sue. A lot of times you have a better chance of winning money if you go to class action status, especially if you're if you're under a certain dollar amount you're going to sue them for, it's not worth it. When it's class action status, you get a lot of these lawyers to take it on. I can't remember exactly what it was for, but I know it was something dealing with the work worker status, something like that. It was something, you know. Yeah, it was a, a Measure L that was approved in 2018, yes. and which that means is Anaheim Resort businesses that receives tax subsidies, and their subcontractors to play employees a living a living wage. Living wage started at fifteen an hour, going up a dollar each year. Yeah, which is eighteen by twenty twenty two. After that, raises will then be based on cost of living index. So that's pretty much what their the class action is for. And like you said, most of the time you have a, a better chance doing class action um, on it. So exactly. So, hey, good luck to them. You know, it is what it is. Um, uh, the next thing we got is 1401 Flower Street. The Walt Disney Imagineering Building will remain after the move to Florida. I have a feeling that's because they do ha- they do not want to have a um, a place for the Imagineers to be stationed. So when they do come for like ride openings or design or because usually the Imagineers are there for the grand opening of new rides. Um, so they're going to do that. And I also don't know how soon the um campus will be ready over in florida since i just announced it we'll see i do need to look up those jobs i want to apply for the ones in florida um we have the new jungle cruise boat congo queen tiki mugs coming to trader sam's in china tiki bar at walt disney world or i'm sorry at disneyland resort yeah um they look look awesome they're cool they're very cool i've seen them um the Disneyland Legacy Pass order discount is extended through August 15th. Now, to me, wasn't it supposed to end into this month, correct? Uh, it was supposed to end, what, like five times already, but they just right. kept extending it. Extending Here's the thing, it, though. With so. this short of an extension, I wouldn't doubt that right before August 15th, they're going to announce the new type of pass holder program, probably starting in September or October, in the hopes that the Halloween party stuff is going to increase sales and stuff like that. So we'll see. We'll keep yeah. an eye on that as well for you. Yeah. I'll believe it. You know, when, when you I see, see it, it or it'll just be extended through, you know, <laughs> October 30th or October 15th. Yeah. So uh, California now recommending masks indoors, regardless of vaccination status and Disney, as we sat here has said that you will be wearing masks indoors if you come into the park. So make sure yep. you have your Start- mask with you. Yep, starting this uh, starting Friday, Friday the, uh, yep. the thirtieth. They and make sure you that, have a full covered mask. Correct. Status. I wear the bandana one because my beard was pretty big at one point, and at work we were required to wear masks. You cannot wear the mask that I had because it does not secure under your chin, and that is one of the requirements. Um, yep. So if I do end up going to Disneyland, I will bring the one that wraps underneath my beard. They have one that does kind of cups your beard and keeps it nice and fluffy. Doesn't make it all nasty. So, And the CDC has officially recommended that fully vaccinated resume wearing masks indoors. Don't understand it, but whatever. Um, This one is kind of weird. Um, The kiosks are being uncovered at Magic Kingdom, so the FastPass kiosks. So to me, it means they're going to start reusing them or i mean it could be could be removing them i mean you you never know 
but they are uncovering them. So we're going to see um, what's going to happen very soon. Cause usually when they do something like that, it's within a week or two that they do something with it. They don't, they don't lay on stuff for very long. And those kiosks, I mean, they get covered up every day. Usually at night, they cover them up when they're, when there's no more fast passes. So we'll see. The uh, golden 50th anniversary medallion has been installed on Cinderella's castle in Disney world, which I'm excited for because um, the, apparently they're going to be doing some other statuettes too. So they're going to be adding, I think it's a golden Daisy statuette that they've shown so far. Yeah. There's a whole, whole bunch of them. They're doing them all over the park. Yeah. yeah, That that they're, that they're doing. Um, Yeah. And they've released a a lot of them um, already every week. It seems like they release one or two more. Yeah, so we'll see what the next one's going to be. Um, the tribal mask and shields removed from Adventureland sign as cultural sensitivity changes continue at Magic Kingdom. Um, there is something um, I'll tell Tim. I didn't know this was a racial slur. I have never said it in my life. I never even knew what it was. But I worked with a guy um, who was African-American when I was like 18. And some guy called him this name. And it references uh, stuff from, you know, being in Africa. And this is along those lines of a shield and masks and stuff like that. So I understand why they're doing it. It makes a lot of sense. I'm just I'm just surprised they haven't removed it earlier when everything, you know, came I think up. I think it's it will... easy to remove there. Well, in the Disneyland, they just redid the sign, which I don't think it has that stuff on it anymore. It didn't have it. They redid the sign when it was closed, and they put it back up, and I think it just says Adventureland. There's nothing else on it, which, ironically enough, I I get that they had the natives in the the Jungle Cruise, but other than that, there was no reason why I have a mask and and, and a shield up there because it doesn't apply to anything else in the entire area. So it kind of didn't even make sense. Um. We have the new Jungle Cruise photo op available at Disney Springs and Walt Disney World. Um, and then they have a new Jungle Cruise skipper ear hat designed by Dwayne The Rock Johnson at Shop Disney, which they did do a, a red carpet grand premiere type thingy where The Rock and Emily Blunt showed up on one of the skipper boats. Is at Disneyland, wasn't it? Yep. And that was pretty cool because it wasn't planned. People didn't even know about it. They just showed up and were walking off the boat and people were like, wait, what? So that was kind of cool. And I will say people are saying that this will be like they, they're hoping this is going to jumpstart the movies again, the Jungle Cruise stuff. But with masks being mandated again, you know, who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, exactly. I mean, they, they were they had the, you know, knew they were going to have the red red carpet there. So right on, on how they showed up and along the lines of this, it's not only a skipper hat. I think that was kind of the centerpiece of it. But a whole line um, coming to to shop Disney. Well, I um, might have I, to go. I, I might have to go look at it after this. All designed by The Rock, but um, they said it <clears throat> it was a line um, coming there. This was just the yeah first one out. So actually it looks good. I mean, it looks like paper hat that he had, but just with with the uh, with the ears on him. I might have to do that. I like. I haven't. I've never gotten a pair of Mickey ears, so I might have to do that. There you go. Um, then we have instrument mallets and truck return to refreshment outpost at Epcot, which anything really with, um, with, with Disney is kind of or Disney world. Everything's pretty much been returned to normal there. So it's not too much of a surprise, but, um, it is good to see yeah, uh, I mean, bringing stuff still- back. Yeah, it is a little bit of a surprise to me to have the instrument mallets there because that's, you know, a touch point and everything with that. And I know they were saying that they've had a lot of rise in, in cases over there in the Florida area. Um, and I know a couple people that came back from there after Mr. J came <clears throat> came back and you know, they got tested and, and all is good. But that they would have, you know, touch points um, out there. So, um but, well, maybe they know something I don't. Right? Yeah, I guess they're you know bringing bringing it out. So I mean, there there you go. And just so you know, the main photo on Chop Disney when you search Jungle Cruise is the poster from the movie, and the top shirts. Uh, one of them is the T-shirt for the actual movie. So, um, yeah, that is. Uh, oh, they have magic bands too that are Jungle Cruise. They don't have it on here yet. The hat. 
I said it came out like two days ago. Hmm. That should uh for Jungle Cruise. Yep. Jungle on Mickey or on 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 uh, Shop Disney. Yep. Huh. Maybe I'm searching the wrong stuff. Um, I maybe have to search Mickey ears. We'll see. Oh, and they have all dude. They have the foreign ones on here too. They have the ones from uh the Mulan and everything. That's crazy. Um, and the last thing is kind of funny, kind of not, but we literally just talked about this last week about the last time that the Skyliner gondolas pile up in station once again at Walt Disney World. Um, yeah, and it happened like just a couple days ago. I don't so. even know what they're doing wrong. I mean, it seems like you would know what you're doing, but I guess, you know, I think it's weird because they work so hard with the technology for like the um, rise of the resistance on that floating track, which I guess that's what yeah, uh, the Mickey and Minnie's right. runaway uh, train one's going to be the same thing. Yep. Um, even Luigi's is a magnet based thingy. Um, it, you would think that they would be able to, but I, I guess. You know, it's just, I don't know, man. I wish they would stop hitting people because when I go out there, I want it to be working. And it's one of those things like, it's kind of like the, the the ice cream machine at McDonald's. You know it's never going to be working. So I don't want to go to Disney World and be like, I'm not trying to ride the Skyliner because I know it's not going to be working. Yeah, exactly. And it's weird because I guess somebody was saying um, that I read in the article that you know, when it comes into the station, it comes in, you know, fast and then slows down. So I don't know if that's a problem with it, but she was like, it seems like, you know, when you're coming in fast, like you wouldn't, like you're almost going to hit it and then it slows down, but you get close to it where, you know, she said, you know, I was like, I was flinching like we were going to hit it, but then, you know, it slows down and goes. So I don't know if it's something with the braking system or uh, I, I don't know, but I mean, it's not the first time. It's not the second time. And I'm sure it's not going to be the last time. What you know? What's really you mentioned that I remember. That's how the gone the old the right the um the the skyline was at Disneyland. How they had that weird thing where the cable was the same, but somehow when it came into the station, it would slow you down off the cables once it hit a certain point. So it's probably something similar to that but it's a lot more advanced technology and they just probably have to dial it in more. Cause I'm assuming it's probably based off of weight and things like that. And you know, these people, a lot of them don't care about over waiting, you know, waiting stuff down. So they might over be over waiting things down or something, you know, you never know with, with technology like that, you just hope that uh, no one gets hurt. So. Yeah, no, it, exactly. And it's just, weird that it's you know usually if it happens once okay if it happens twice uh, you know all right but this happened multiple times yeah that is the weird that's the weird part is it's not it's 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 the fact that it's been happening kind of not non-stop but i mean it's literally like a lot more than you would think it's kind of weird it's hard to explain like you wouldn't expect it to be happening this frequently, especially because we know all the time, like, oh yeah, look, they take this much time to um, to make sure a ride works properly, to make sure the ride doesn't have any issues, and it seems like they just kind of, I don't know, they're 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 missing something. I don't know what they're missing exactly, but they're not doing something right. So yeah. everyone out there needs to tell them, make sure it's right, so that. Chris can go and ride it when he goes there eventually. <laughs> right. Just a quick uh, update for you. So the your Jungle Cruise hat, it is sold out. So maybe that might be why you can't ah. see it on Shop Disney. $68. But if you really want them, go on Macari, about $175, $120, or eBay for $135, $140. So, <clears throat> you know, there it all depends on how much you want it. Geez, do they sell them in part too? Oh, and, I see it. And this item was limited to one per guest. So, yeah, $175 on Macari. It's a cool looking hat, though. Oh, I'd wear does. that. It is. And I'm glad that they limited it to one per, per guest because sometimes even something like this, um, where you have, you know, sometimes it's limited to, you know, two or four or whatnot. But 
I'm glad they did one, which stinks if you have, you know, a family of four and you want to get both your kids it. Well, you're just going to have to log in. It comes with a special bag, too. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Well, that is it. That's all we have for you guys this week. We want to thank you all for listening. It's actually a little bit quicker, a little shorter one than normal because it's been um, just not as much, but we've been on it more. We've been covering a lot more stuff that we see happening. So uh, we want to thank you guys all for listening. Mr. J, thank you and all your friends down there for checking in on us. Uh, We greatly appreciate it. So for the FOMO cast, I'm Chris. I'm Tim. And we will see you guys next time.